Welcome to the Lady Preacher Podcast, a podcast for the progressive Christian, where we talk about an all-loving God, an embodied Christ, and an ever-moving spirit. Dive right in as we wrestle with what it means to live out our faith in the world. Please pray with me. Gracious and holy God, we give you thanks for this day that you have made, where Jesus has rose again. We give you thanks for all the ways that you weave resurrection and new life into our lives. We ask that you be present with us this day, that we may feel your spirit moving in our hearts, and in our lives. Gracious God, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you this day and every day. We pray all of this in the name of your precious Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. While I was back home in Washington visiting family, my husband Kevin and I took a day trip to the tulip fields. And every year, thousands and thousands of people flock to this small town just north of Seattle to see these sites. And it's magical because after months of snow and pouring down rain in the Pacific Northwest, these mud fields turn into thousands and thousands of flowers. First come the daffodils and the tulips follow shortly. And it is a sea of magenta and sunburst lemon yellow and fire engine red, all against this stunning backdrop of the Cascade Mountains and evergreen trees and the most perfect Pacific Northwest gray skies. And as I walk through these fields, I'm careful not to get mud on my white Chuck Taylors. It was a poor wardrobe choice on my part. We all know rain boots are best for walking through muddy flower fields. And I was trying to avoid these large puddles, so I was moving far to the right or to the left. And at one point, even my husband had to come and hoist me up and over because the puddle was so wide we couldn't walk past it if I hadn't. Uh, without getting my shoes absolutely soaked. Which, you know, reminds me a little bit of when I was a kid, we would watch these shows and they would have quicksand, lots of quicksand in these movies and TV shows. And I used to think that would be such a huge problem as an adult in my adult life. And it turns out I've never encountered quicksand before. But as I walk and my feet stick and sink with this muddy earth, I wonder about the beauty emerging before me out of the mud. How is it that something so yucky, something we consider so gross and so dirty, can be the birthplace of something so glorious, beautiful, breathtaking? It's almost magical. And it made me think of death and resurrection, of the cross and the empty tomb, of Easter. It made me think of Mary weeping and her teacher appearing 
before her. And she thinks he's the gardener. Because in her grief, in her sorrow, she cannot even fathom that her beloved teacher, whose death she just witnessed, whose horrific death she had just witnessed, might be standing before her. As her ears are still ringing with his cries, as her eyes are still red and puffy from her tears, she has wept. How could this be? How could this be her teacher standing before her? How could something so ugly, so horrific, be transformed into something so beautiful and miraculous? Her eyes almost couldn't believe it. And I realize only God, only God can do that. It's a mystery, really, this resurrection. It's a mystery I don't know or understand. I might try to reason it out, but all attempts fail because it happens in the dark. This sacred mystery. The most transformative moment in our world happens in the dark because it is a sacred Mystery. The most transformative moment in our world happens in the dark. We cannot explain it. We cannot logically know it as much as we might try. But our language fails every time. Our understanding not wide or vast enough. It is beyond us because it is of God. The mystery, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ happened in the dark. It's like when we try and bury a seed, like those of you who might garden. When you bury a seed like these flowers in the fields, the seed transforms in the dark depths of the soil. It is buried covered in dirt and mud and grime where no sunlight can reach it. It is enveloped in darkness. But slowly, it breaks open and it grows roots. And then it grows a shoot up and breaks forth into the sunlight, into the world. But all of that transformation It happens down in the darks and the depths of the earth where we cannot see it. Despite all those graphics in our biology books that try to give us a peek into what it looks like, we do not know, we cannot see with our eyes because it happens in the dark. Or maybe it's like the caterpillar that wraps itself into that safe darkness of the cocoon where it completely disintegrates and then transforms, eventually breaking forth with these beautiful wings as it turns into a butterfly. But we cannot see what happens in the miracle of the dark. Resurrection happens 
all around us. We have all experienced a Good Friday in our lives, where it feels as if the world has turned dark and we have nothing left to hope or live for. But resurrection does come. It's coming all around us in those small moments of our lives. It's like the family friends who step in and fill the gaps left by a parent gone too soon, who wrap that child in love and help show them the possibility of life after a death. Or like the divorcee who finally is able to open their hearts with courage to the presence of new love. There is resurrection in that story. Or the person who loses their job and wonders how on earth they will be able to afford putting food on the table. And then a stranger comes along and offers a meal. Or a food bank pops up and has extra. Resurrection comes. Little bits of hope happen. Or the person on their deathbed for whom they may not see new life come the next day, but they see the legacy of their love and their wisdom coming to life in those who surround them on their deathbed. For them, resurrection might not look like rising again the next day, but for them, resurrection looks like their love living on beyond them. Or perhaps resurrection is like the glimmer of sunlight that comes through at a funeral, as if the spirit of that person is saying, I'm still here. My love lives on beyond me. Death and new life happen all around us. Jesus says to Mary, let go. Because so often we hold on to things that sometimes we need to let die in order for new life to come. Every year the leaves on the trees must crumble and fall in order for those blossoms to break forth in the spring. Sometimes we need to let go of things for new life to come. Jesus says to Mary, Mary, let go because new life is coming. Who are you looking for? Because that man who died on the cross, he is not here. I have risen again. Look for the new life to break forth as you let go what needs to fall. You cannot cling to what is already gone, but step forth into this new invitation. In the depths of our lives, in the dark nights of our souls, God's sacred mystery is at work within us. God's love is sowing seeds of redemption into the earth of our lives so that new life can break forth from the mud. We do not know 
We do not know what happened on that dark, starry night where the stone was rolled away. But what we do know is that something sacred and beautiful transpired in the holy darkness. We cannot see it. We cannot logically wrap our minds around it, but we know that it is true. Because we are an Easter people. We know darkness and sorrow and despair. We know loss and we know death, but we also know hope and new life. Because after every freezing winter, Snow fields become mud fields, become fields of daffodils. Because after the rain pours down upon us, eventually the sun breaks forth and a rainbow forms in the sky. Because every fall the leaves die and crumble to the ground and every spring new blossoms break forth. This is the rhythm of resurrection. Just when the disciples thought all was lost and the world had turned dark, God's light shined once again. So bright they almost didn't believe it. But it is true. Christ died and rose again. That is the mystery. That is the miracle. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This is the rhythm of the resurrection, of death and new life, of despair and hope, of doubt and faith, of mud fields and rows of daffodils. That is the rhythm of the resurrection. That is the promise of Christ. That is the promise of of resurrection, that there will always be redemption. This is the mystery of God and the promise of new life. The rhythm of resurrection, Christ has died and he has risen again and again and again. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen, alleluia, alleluia. Amen. My friend, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so grateful for you. Without you, this ministry would not be possible. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. The Lady Preacher podcast is part of a nonprofit called Dancing Pastor Ministries. And you can find us online at dancingpastor.org or join the community by finding us on Facebook at Dancing Pastor Ministries. If you would like to be a part of supporting this podcast, there are many ways you can do that without giving monetarily. You can share our posts on social media, send an episode to a friend, or just leave a review. If you would like to support us financially, you can do so at dancingpastor.org slash give. My friend, you are a gift. Thank you for being here and God bless.